You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey, Coach Pittman, you got something to say? Yeah, I do. Go Hawks! Yes, sir! Number five, you better look at him a little closer. He's a football player. It's Arkansas, baby. Welcome to an emergency episode of Woo Pod Sui, the official podcast of Arkansas Fight. I'm Tucker Partridge. With me is Saul Malone. Say hello, Saul Malone. What's up, everybody? Emergency pod. Glad to be here. We uh, have an emergency pod for you because Arkansas has finally, finally hired a head football coach. And we are going to react to it and give you some dang takes. Saul? Who is the new head hog? Arkansas fans, your new head hog is Sam Pittman, uh, former offensive line coach, recruiting coordinator, and assistant head coach at the Razorbacks under Brett Bielema, coming over from Georgia where he was the associate head coach and again presiding over the offensive line since his move to the Dogs in 2016. Interesting hire. Uh, what is your initial reaction to this? Uh, I was surprised only because just not a name I was considering. Um, you know, not a name on a lot of people's lists and for whatever reason or another. But yeah, I'm surprised. You know, my knee-jerk reaction was a little bit of confusion. But I think after I've had, you know, this afternoon to kind of sit with it, all things considered, I think given... The scenario that Arkansas football, Arkansas football finds itself in and the kind of wreckage we're coming out of, I think this, with the right people around him, could be a decidedly solid hire. I uh, am getting there. I, I, I think my initial reaction was more negative than uh, a lot of people's, and I think that has more to do with the fact that you know, he wasn't really on a lot of lists coming through here. He wasn't considered just a whole lot. And to have somebody come out of left field and it not be, you know, some crazy big name uh, was a little bit of a shock to me. Um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. And I think I'm going to hold out until we kind of know what his staff looks like. I mean, obviously, I'm going to fall in line simply because, you know, I'm a Razorback fan. He's the head coach of the Razorbacks now. But not the direction that I thought it was going to go. No, I I will say this is not my expected hire. It wasn't even close. Um, I think, you know, Pittman is a guy that's familiar with Arkansas 
and Arkansas fans and players are certainly familiar with him. But again, just not there was no inclination at the beginning of this coaching search that he was even on the list. Uh, again, that's Hunter Yurichek's brand is to keep things close to the vest, and he might have been, for all we know, a guy that Yurichek hit the phone lines with the second after Chad Morris left the, left his office. But we aren't going to know that and probably won't know that for some time, if at all. Arkansas is not going to play it any other way than this was their guy, and that's to be expected. So, yeah. They shouldn't. Uh, they sh- and, yeah, I mean, they don't, uh, they don't need to play it any way else. No, it, it, they won't and they shouldn't. And they're, I mean, they're just not going to, um, I think it's interesting. We seem to kind of start a lot of the dominoes falling today. Missouri just announced Eli Drinkwitz as their head coach, which a friend made this point to me just now. And I kind of think it's a good point that to me says that either he passed on us or we passed on them like we were waiting on Drinkwitz or we turned him down for Pittman and I I think it's much more likely to be the latter there which I don't know makes me feel a little better makes me feel like you know we took a guy who was one of the young up-and-comers who was at a 12 and 1 app state and think that we've got a more suitable option at the time yeah, uh, if we think Pittman's better than Drinkowitz and we turned him down, then there's something maybe that you're a check or the board knows that we don't. And it, it was especially, I you know, I saw the ports, reports last night of we sh- it said that we shifted to Pittman after our coaching search took a big turn, but I don't know if that's necessarily the way to frame it. Like maybe it took a turn because, oh, P- we wanted Pittman and he's available over Drinkwitz and Drinkwitz can go to, can go over to the Mizzou Tigers now. So I don't know if necessarily the spin is that it took a big turn in a negative way. It just took a turn in a different way. Yeah, I, I haven't really enjoyed the way that the national media has portrayed our coaching search. I feel like they've kind of made us come across as kind of bumbling idiots, and I'm just not sure that's the case. I mean, I'll be the first to say that Arkansas definitely can be bumbling idiots in uh, certain cases, but... I don't know. I just that you're not gonna get a, like Mike Norville goes to Florida State. Well, Florida State's objectively a better job, so we probably weren't gonna get him. Matt Campbell signs a long extension at Iowa State. Heck, even Mike Leach signs a long extension at Washington State. I don't know that there were just a ton of candidates that we were looking at, and so rather than us falling flat on our face, I think maybe. We had our guy, you know? And yeah. I don't and I th- know that that's a bad thing. No, I don't either. And I think, too, it it just in contrast to Ole Miss getting, getting Lane Kiffin in almost basically a 24-hour span of them firing Matt Luke, I think kind of just starkly contrasts to how the Hogs went about their coaching search and, and, and this coaching hire. Um, you know, we might have had him a while ago, and we just felt like we didn't need to do anything until – things played out with the SEC championship and that sort of thing. And, you know, I believe that patience was, was key to how your check was operating his thing. But like you said, so many things happen so quickly in college football with Lane Kiffin getting hired at Ole Miss, Norville going down to Florida state and this drink of what's higher coming together very quickly at Missouri. Like things kind of move fast and we kind of let it play out how we needed to let it play out. 
for our coach, and I think it just stood kind of in opposition to how things traditionally people wanted to work, especially in the age of Twitter and information coming out and coaches getting announced. So I think we just, by comparison, we did things differently. I don't know if it was necessarily bad. I think it was frustrating for a lot of Hawk fans to feel like they were left in the dark, but now everyone can kind of take a deep breath, see we got our guy, and focus on hiring him some really good coordinators and surrounding him with a staff that's going to set him up to win. That's the thing, and I think that's going to be the most telling part of this entire uh, process, I guess, is we said when Chad Morris was fired that his assistants were what undid him, and I think that part of hiring a guy with the level of experience as head coach as Pittman has, which is zero years, I think that's going to have to come with the fact that there are going to have to be some really good assistants here. And Pittman has a ton of really good connections around the country, obviously is very well respected in the profession. So I am sure there are people who would sign up to be one of his assistants. It's just going to be really interesting to see what that looks like. Yeah, I agree. I think that's this the thing is this is one of the most well-liked coaches He's a coach's coach within college football. His players love him, and I think that's going to be extremely helpful when it comes to putting together his staff. You know, his experience with Bielema, under Bielema, where they kind of butted heads and that caused him to go uh, over to Georgia, I think that's going to be crucial when it comes to him putting together his staff. He's going to understand how assistants work, what it's like to be an assistant under a head coach, and I think that perspective is going to be helpful. While granted, I think head coaching experience is, is, is crucial here too and not to be overlooked. Uh, I do think that the fact that he's been an assistant in two really good programs recently and has that recruiting experience and knows what it's like to work under someone, he's going to be able to run a staff where he can understand their point of view and get guys in that he's going to work well with. Worth pointing out, the players are absolutely thrilled about the hire, and that has made it easier for me to take that this wasn't exactly the direction I saw us going. Looking at guys like Frank Ragnow, Dan Skipper, you know, the usual suspects when it comes to Sam Pittman, but also Kevin Richardson, uh, Dijon Harris, Rafe Peavy, former quarterback, Bijan Jackson. Uh, Guys that weren't his position group are, like, super excited to see him take over. So, you know, we don't know what goes on during the recruiting process we don't know what goes on in the locker room this guy could be just an incredible man manager and heck (laughs) I wrote an article this week talking about how we need a head coach to have that man management skill to be mentality giants is what I said so hey I mean (laughs) that may be what we got yeah interesting some interesting tweets from recruits as well people People are a little more buzz maybe than we anticipated with the announcement of this hire on you know a couple different levels. So again, I think the thing that just happened is this all Pittman kind of emerged within the last 24 hours and this all happened kind of quickly in regards to his name coming up and then oh and now he's the coach and it happened quickly I think too. So yeah, uh, a little more buzz than people may think and you know not a sexy hire by any means but I think ultimately there's a I think he has a very high ceiling and a very low floor and that's you know never great because it's a lot of highs and lows and that sort of thing but I do think 
the people that are important to the program are excited about that, and that includes players and recruits and the people that are going to come coach for him. Do you think social media played a part in maybe the kind of air of a little underwhelming reaction that this hire's had? I think so. I mean, you know, when you have names like Lane Kiffin and Mike Norville just being – Mike Leach as well, like – when you just have those names, when there's a coaching vacancy, they're attached to them kind of by default, it seemed like. It's like, oh, well, if the Arkansas opposition is fa- available, one of these guys certainly would be interested. But interest doesn't mean anything in this day and age. Like, interest, I, I'm interested in the in the coaching job at the University of Arkansas. You know what I mean? And I think you should have had a shot. I, I think so. I've got some really good experience with middle school, ran some really interesting schemes with those guys. But, you know, we'll, go, we'll get them next year. And... I I think, yeah, I just think, you know, people just are so quick to attach names because they just assume, oh, vacancy, head coach available, there's got to be ties here. When there might not be any real evidence to the fact that anybody wants to come coach. And, like, I felt like it was a big one with Norville of people just kind of assume Norville was kind of the guy during this whole search. And I think that's where people set the bar of, like, well, you know, we have a coaching uh, vacancy and Norville – wants to go coach somewhere and, you know, it looks like he's going to be the next hog. But in reality, I think he was pretty cool on this job the entire time. Never really made any indication that he wanted to come here in a particularly strong way. And now he's at Florida State. And that's because Florida State is a better job at the moment. And that's where he wants to go. So I definitely think with Twitter and hashtag sources and people kind of just being able to postulate it kind of builds cases for people that don't in reality have a case for coming and taking the position. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's necessarily like the environment. I don't know where what to attribute it to, but it felt like this coaching search was super, super factionalized. Like it was like people picked their candidate at the beginning and stuck to them no matter what. And so you saw Lane Kiffin go to Ole Miss. We don't even really know if he was offered the job. He may have just interviewed. Uh, I have a source. Now, this is a source, and I don't know that this is accurate. But who said that Kiffin tried to play us with Ole Miss and like essentially create a bidding war, and we said the hell with it. Uh, We don't know anything that happened here. But if you had judged it yesterday, you would think that we just went into an absolute meltdown because we didn't get the guy that the big faction wanted. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. It it seems... Everyone it seems to build this narrative that either Juracek or the board of trustees that we had just had Kiffin in our grasp and just somehow historically bungled it. When I can't say for sure that he was like like it made it sound like the ink was drying on the paper, and then we took a handkerchief to it and just wiped it clean, which I don't think is the case. So yeah, I people i think too it's easy because we've just been so bad these last two seasons and you have people like kiffin you have people like norville who have legitimate tangible evidence of success at these schools and you're using that to measure them against you know chad morris and when you look at that it's exciting and you can see that and you can put those guys in a hog visor in your head and then when it doesn't come to pass 
you've built it up so much that it felt real and then when it comes to pass that it's not real it's even more upsetting so i think it was faction because people had their candidates and they had their candidates because this past coaching regime this past coaching staff was so bad you could easily look at these guys winning and see them as hogs and then once you get that idea in your head you're going to stick to it and you're going to hang with your guy yeah I I think, uh, obviously, you know, there's a lot of moving pieces here. The press conference is going to be tomorrow at 3 Central, and I'm sure we'll learn a lot there. He still will have to assemble a staff, but in the meantime, I feel better about it. I feel better about it. I I definitely... I think Adam Ford, a writer, made a good point, and it is that you can think that Pittman will do well, and that he will be, you know, someone that works out in the long term while also being disappointed in Juracek and the board. Um, yeah. I think I'm still in that camp. And I think that's because I'm not sure that I necessarily believe that this would have been our first choice. Yeah. It feels to me like maybe we struck out with some guys. Maybe that's not true. Maybe that's not fair. But that's just the perception that I have. And... Uh, you know, uh, maybe they're going to have to win me over that way, but it's not going to take much to win me over. I think, too, is um, I think, too, you can point to the actual process of the, you know, the coaching search. And it didn't it wasn't great. You know, uh, I think the actual process itself versus the hire are different things. Like, I, I think the hire can be good. I think the hire can be solid. And I think Pittman can come in here and find success. But I, I, you can also feel that the coaching search took a little too long, and maybe they're not being completely transparent with who we interviewed and maybe how close they were or weren't to becoming the coach here. It's easy to feel, I think, if you don't know the name Sam Pittman like he's a backup, like he was like your option C or whatever, when maybe in reality that wasn't the case. But because of the way the coaching search was done, I don't have any faith that maybe he was the number one guy, you know, and that's, again, we're not in the room. It's easy for me to sit back today and see all the news rolling in and see all these other coaches going other places and feel like we missed out when in reality, you're a chick's top of the list could have been, hey, Sam Pittman's my guy. Let's put down some false flags and get some buzz going about Lane Kiffin so people don't look into Sam Pittman. But again, they're not going to confess to any of that anytime soon. Pittman's their guy and always was their guy. So. Uh, he's our coach, and I'm excited about him. I, just from a pure recruiting and toughness and rebuilding an O-line standpoint, I think that's some really good boxes to check coming into this particular Arkansas situation. But, again, uh, I can't start getting excited about a coach just this yet because, I, I, <laughs> granted, I was excited about Chad Morris when Chad Morris got hired because Chad Morris was going to turn around the offense and had recruiting ties to Texas. So, this is a song that, while maybe not the exact same song, has familiar beats, and uh, we saw how that played out over the last 19 SEC games. It's a little sad, I guess, that Arkansas has kind of crushed the hopefulness and optimism out of me. Um, I definitely can see the recipe here. Like, I can see where we think the success is going to come, and yeah. I don't think it's that unreasonable, but at the same time, I'm like, well, the recipe was kind of there with Chad Morris, too. <laughs> yeah, and we've we've baked this pie before and to disastrous results. So the recipe, while different ingredients, we, we got to see what the result's going to be because, yeah, it would be easy to get the same kind of excitement and energy built up around, around this guy and then, you know, so, sort of similar things happen. 
worth pointing out the one of the big takeaways i guess from the announcement is that a lot of people are saying that he reached out to hunter juracek pretty much the moment that chad morris was fired and expressed a ton of interest in the job right that may be a factor that hunter juracek considers because those reports came out about muscleman too that he reached out and wanted the job a lot I don't know, you know, what <laughs> this week has convinced me that all sources are liars. <laughs> um, but it is worth noting that he wanted to be here. He wanted to be a hog. And I think we talked about this during our co- coaching search episode that we didn't really want someone who was cool on the job. We wanted somebody who was excited to be here. And we at least have that. Yes, and I definitely think that's worth noting uh, because this is not, as we've discussed a little bit before, not necessarily the most desirable, not the most desirable job in the country. It's not as bad as a lot of the national media are making it out to be. I think it's uh, one of the better coaching vacancies that are open, in, that were that was open, you know, during this season of coaching searches. But that said, it's a tough conference. Uh, it's the toughest division in the toughest conference, and you're going to go into a bus saw every year. But to want to come and coach this team after seeing what it's gone through the past two years and to feel like you can build on what's already here and to bring in some new guys. That says something about Sam Pittman's attitude going into the season coming up and going into his tenure here because, you know, Chad Morris did give us a lot of exciting platitudes about him building up the offense and how we're going to change Arkansas football team to be faster. But he never really – was a guy that was like, this is my place. I, I'm, you know, he was excited to be here in the sense that he got hired as a head coach, but he was never a guy to me that was like, I'm here to be a hog. And Sam Pittman checks that box very much so. And I think that's something that is going to be helpful when it comes to winning over a fan base that might have been looking for a bigger hire. He definitely strikes me as the kind that will at least be candid during press conferences, which, my God, what a welcome relief that will be to not have to hear coach speak every yeah. answer. Whew. That'll be nice. I, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to people actually being able to answer questions. No clue, I guess, on who the staff's going to be. Obviously, we'll be keeping you updated on that. Um, but for now... Sam Pittman is the new head coach at the University of Arkansas. Hey, woo pit suey, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll be back with our normal episode Wednesday to discuss this in depth after we get some more details. And we'll also keep you updated on all things basketball, gymnastics, and every other hog athletic that's going on. So, yeah. Just a short little show here, but uh, instant reaction kind of falls that way. So keep it locked at Arkansas Fight and at ArkansasFight.com. We will be seeing you very soon. Woo pig. To be free, are you feeling lost? Just like me, longing for company.